when I was telling people that, they were saying, hey, you're freaking crazy. You're full of crap. Well, now we're so far gone. And when, when, when Elon Musk went and said that those were bots running that app, and it's Twitter, and everybody thinks that Twitter's real, and it's over 15%. They don't say, they don't tell you how much it is. Well, then what is Facebook? What is YouTube? What if you got some people on there, but how many are bots? How many of those YouTube channels are bots? You think I could be up there with my face. I've seen this already, this app, where they can take my face, my picture, and I'll share something else with you. That just, dude, there's dots after dots. Bill, so let me back up. I went to EDD to get my unemployment. And to, now to file in... I had to literally turn my camera on and it would supposedly took a picture of me, but I wasn't doing anything. I was just looking at it. And then it starts making my own facial features, started making it, doing it. It was doing it. It was live. And then it turned yellow, red, blue, green, all these different colors. And my face was being distorted. And then it captured everything it wanted to capture and it said it was done. Good. They were sitting there saying also what it's called Truth Media. Truth Media sit there and said they've got cameras now. They take a picture of your face and it does that and it'll speak for you. All they need is a couple minutes of you talking and, it, and it'll speak as you are. You won't even know that it's not me. And an AI is running it. They were also showing that they were showing these pictures of these bots that they're, they're literally human faces that they've taken over 200 different pieces of features from everybody else and they put it on there and they said even the designers now they said when they were looking at the designs the designers can't tell if they're real or not <laughs> yeah. and so now you've got Elon Musk telling us that, they, that this is uh, Twitter's run by bots and you can't tell who they are now I'm going to share something else with you have you seen that hologram that they made with speakers and different things and they take a bead? Yeah. And they, and I, I got to show you. You got to be able to put these dots together, bro. I know you can. I'm just sharing yeah. you the dots that I have. And yeah. it's 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 freaky, dude. We're living in total recall, man. Yeah. Hologram, hologram. Well, this is happening now. Like my, my family in Estonia are saying, yeah, hard, like strong AI won't be for another 50, 100 years. Here. And yeah, some. Watch that. We may be closer than ever to recreating some of the most iconic tech in sci fi history. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, we're already there. Yeah, dude. The lines We've seen hologram technology move leaps and bounds over the last few years. Maybe you caught Jesse's look at 3D volumetric displays a few weeks ago. Now, researchers from the Interact Lab at the University of Sussex have created three-dimensional holograms you can hear and even feel. They call their device the acoustic trap display. Essentially, it's using sound to manipulate a tiny particle that traces out these images. That's just Here's how it works. Can you imagine if you had a the display is made up of an array of small ultrasound speakers that produce sound waves, LED lighting, and a two-millimeter so, beam. Now connect a dot for you. <clears throat> this right here, I want you to finish it, but they're sitting there saying it's surrounded right here in this little box, right? Uh. Elon Musk put freaking supposedly satellites all around and they're all connected 
and they're connected to the AI that can make holograms. Project Bluebeam. Correct. Make, make it right here. And these things right here, these beads and different things that make things, they they're can make humans real. look real. They're not and real, as if I'm touching real. you, as if you're, if, yeah. and you could be a hologram and literally be a hologram, but feel real. Yeah, so it's not real, but it's real. It's real. So Project Bluebeam is coming. So this is technology we have today, and Correct. we're looking forward to 2030. Correct. Uh, off, uh, agenda 2030. So yeah, it's happening like it's conclusive and legit is what you're saying. And that is scary as shit because... Yes. So, and, and, and that dot right there, dude, I can show you other things, dude, that tie that. But that right there is where we're at right now. And I even texted my brother-in-law, which was fighting with me a little bit about it. He'll go in. He's like an ostrich in a shan. He doesn't want to see it. But yeah. When, but when you, you literally get the understanding of this dude, the line, my brother-in-law said this, the lines are blurred. He literally said that. He goes, yeah, we can't tell what's real or not anymore. Yeah, it is. That's crazy, dude. And you've seen those movies, like The Fifth Element that you brought up. There's yeah. a lot of those movies, dude, that are, that are, that are, that are uh, what is that, uh, What's that one? Blade Runner. Uh, they did it back in the 80s. The same stuff, dude, that they're showing. Yeah. Total Recall, oh, yeah. where they're making that face. He puts a ring around his head, and it looks like in that woman. Yeah. And, dude, we're, we're here. Literally. Yeah, so I sent that video to me, but I put that video back on so I finish it. So. The sound waves keep the beat suspended in midair, and they can manipulate the beat's position. The bead moves around the display too fast for our eyes to see. So what we see is a 3D image. And remember, this is genuinely a three-dimensional image. It doesn't just appear to have depth. That means it can be viewed from any angle. Now, believe it or not, this tech is actually inspired by old-school TVs. You may not be old enough to remember CRT televisions, but they created images with a single color beam that scanned across the screen. The synthetic uh, bio 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 synthetics. Now we have synthetic oil, right? Yeah. But they have three D printings that they're printing uh, uh, organs, right? Those are synthetic, uh, uh, which they would manipulate by DNA and whatever. But dude, hear me out. That's Terminator shit. Oh yeah, yeah. it's some. Um, uh, if even like. Uh, it wasn't for the interference of the father, like no life on earth would survive. Well, you know why this is more popular right now is because of the, remember we talked about 5G a little bit ago? They're making the frequencies because here's the problem. D-wave quantum bit computer, what was the problem? I don't think it is anymore. Yeah. D-wave quantum bit computer, they took, if you, you know what the D-wave quantum bit computer is, right? Well, I know the, the, term the 90, oh, 4096, they had each module. There's a module that yeah. they built. It's a black cube. They bought one for Canada. They built one for uh, uh, Utah, that uh, NSA. They built one in different places and different things. Well, here was the thing. It is an AI, but there's more to it than just an AI. Here was the problem, though, is when they built two AIs for Facebook, and this was an early, we can look it up, they started fighting. Yeah. Did you see that one? They started fighting. And 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 they started arguing. No, I said this. No, I said this. The two AI yeah, artificial yeah. artificial stuff started arguing with themselves and started freaking going at it. They do like they were going to go to instant instantaneous war within within seconds within one of themselves. So how did they solve that? They linked them together. Yeah, uh, 
So all these AIs all over the world, all these governments that went in there, it's a one world. No. What is Babylon? Yeah, so what I was saying, what I was thinking earlier, was this technology, it's going to enable no competition because one person can easily control everything. But here's the thing. It's, 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 it's um, the communism, fascism, totalitarianism, that's Babylon. Yeah. And that's what it was. It was worldwide. What did they say America was? The great experiment. They said America was the new age. Yeah. This is uh, out of many come one. Yeah. It's the same principle. That's, that's, that's the beast system that died and had risen. It got shot in the head yeah. and lived. This is communism. It's, it's all of the same. It's anti-God, like you said earlier. It's anti-God. They hated God. It's atheistic in nature. And but dude, they are warring against God, and then they're creating this this spirit, which is Satan in itself. But it will be controlled by that, and it's all self. But they're building this. They're gonna. They're building a. They're called. You remember um, Russ Dizdar? Russ Dizdar said that they were. He died this this last year. Yeah. This year or last year? Is that a bad thing? Uh, he, did that? he was one of the one of the. Yeah, I have to go look for some of the stuff, dude. But he called it the dark awakening. Yeah. As Christians, remember it says in scripture that it says, as it gets darker, the light gets brighter. Yeah. We're waking up in Torah. Yah's people's waking up in Torah, but it's called the black awakening. They're, yeah, they're waking, waking up, up too. They're waking up too. Well, so the negative blood types are the enemies. It is. That's where you have uh, the Rush Dizdar um, uh, researched it, and what he done was is this: he went to Germany, where Hitler was looking for. They did all that occultic with uh, Auschwitz Crowley. Yeah. Um, it's called the uh, Swastika. I, I can't remember that that occult that hooked up with that Russian lady. There was a Russian lady like there is today. Yeah, Madame Provosky. Yes, there's Madame Provosky today, but then there was another one that was in Hitler's day that was a Madame that was from Russia. They were basically in the same things. Well, get this. They worked with Aleister Crowley. All, all of this stuff is linked. Well, Germany, they were looking for all the articles, all of the, the, the you know, the uh, what do you call that? The... The Aryan nation, which is the giants, their blood is called the, like Hercules, all those, you know what I'm talking about. So they were looking for all that bloodline and that's where they were doing all that manipulation. They were trying to blend the species again, blah, 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 blah. All of that same stuff is connected, right? Well, get this. They started that, that occultic program. It's called, um, uh, uh, sex magic. Yeah, yeah, uh, and they were doing the sex. Alistair magic. Crowley was on that. Yeah, and actually, Alistair Crowley. Did you know Mrs. Bush looks just like Alistair Crowley? <laughs> yeah, that's his, his daughter. daughter. Yeah, that's his daughter. Yeah. So there's all of that stuff here, dude. That they were doing all this occultic stuff. Well, get this: that forty million uh, that uh, Rush Dizdar said. Yeah. That was a uh, like fifteen years ago. He said there's forty million dark soldiers that they had sex magic that they did the splitting and the mnemonic mind control yeah. around the world and they're like the maturian candidate they're laying oh. dormant everywhere waiting to be awakened yeah like uh what is that operation mockingbird or they just mm -hmm. 
It's the same thing. And they said there could be a hundred million now. But I think they were waiting for all of this technology, like the the Skynet of Terminator. Yeah, yeah. They were building that uh, 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 that frequency to where the energy. The uh, here's something I teach people. When I do electrical, it used to be 120 right here, right, and it yeah. was a flip switch, and that's the way it is probably still now. And it would come up here. And the power would come to here, and I could flip it on and off, right? Mm. Okay. <clears throat> well, nowadays, they have the technology that I can just put a little stick on the wall or cut it in there and just put a box in there. It's more for visual. But that switch that's in there, it hits a crystal. And the crystal puts out, like, less than 0.5 volts. Uh, uh, or uh, uh, it's a frequency is what it is. Yeah. It makes like a tone, right? And then that picks it up right here. And there's power not there at the switch. There's power at the light. And the yeah. light is picking up the frequency. Look at this. Electrically. If I go to the light poles outside, they're not on this street, but they're like in the city. Yeah. And you look at the city and you go, look at these light poles. Light pole, light pole, light pole, light pole, light pole. In some of these in sanctuary cities, there's no power, no power, no power, no power, no power. But that light is an LED that is very low wattage and very little limited lights, right? There's a blue sensor that's on there that people think that that's a photo sensor. Well, that's frequencies and transformers that are inside there, and the frequency is transforming from one to the other, and it's picking it up and creating energy in that transformer. Yeah. Do you see the technology and it's approving? So, and then here I saw another dot I wanted to connect with you. Elon Musk just come up with, I seen on YouTube, that they just come up with a battery that is, they don't have to charge, but every 15 years. Yeah. And that battery instantaneously reminded me of Terminator again. Yeah. Those fusion freaking cells. Yeah, yeah. And then you see that same cell in Iron Man. Oh, yeah, in his chest, yeah. It's the same stuff, and they don't need uh, all these connections, and they don't really need all the power sources either, like Iron Man having a single cell. They could have a frequency creating a cell. Like Tesla. Charged openly in the air. Yeah. Dude, it's getting beyond... The dots are connecting. I'm like, dude, and if they've got this, this is why they don't give a crap what people think, because... Did you see the Israel robots? No. Oh, dude, you gotta see this. Hey, see, this is why I'm telling Alex we gotta get out of the country because America's not safe. <laughs> you agree, you, you agree. ain't going any away from this, bro. Watch this one. I showed my, I showed the neighbor the other day because he didn't believe anything and he was going. Yeah. When he saw this video, he was shitting his pants. And this one, though, the video is old. But uh, America, man, scares the hell out of me as opposed to these other small countries. I'd rather live in a little uh, bullshit country where nobody lives. Cause, uh, uh. Here's a new one. Let's watch the old one and then we'll see this new one. Where they differentiate between one's real and one's not. 
Uh, a real human being versus a, it differentiates between a, what is a human being and a not a human being. And then they differentiate between a terrorist and a not a terrorist, and they were trying to disguise it from him, and it literally determined which one was and killed the one that wasn't. Yes, it was yeah, determining yeah. who lived and who died. Yeah, it was associating between yes. the two. Yeah, so, so analog devices, like our brains, work by means of association, and digital devices work by means of algorithms. So we're getting closer and closer to our... I think they're already there. Let's look at this one. Being under constant threat, Israel is always looking for an edge over its enemies. The race for technology is ongoing and ever-expanding. Be it on the ground, sea, or air. Yeah, because you got, you got these, top seven these uh, drones. They're not even driven by human beings. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the latest videos on Israeli special forces and their gear. Let us know in the comments what kind of... Do you remember uh, uh, Brad Pitt movie with the end of the world, the virus? Yes. Israel was one place on earth that wasn't affected by the virus. Right, but they had that wall, and then they finally got over it because yeah. of the noise. Yeah, but that's a scary thought, man, that Israel might... Videos you'd like to see from the Agilite channel. Here are Israel's top seven latest military technologies. Number seven, F-35I, the idea. It may look like a regular U.S. F-35, but it's completely different on the inside. The F-35I, oh. the idea, has the capabilities of a stealth, striker, and reconnaissance jet, while also being equipped with electronic warfare capabilities, a highly advanced augmented reality heads-up display, and a system that lets information be instantly transferred to allied planes in the area. What people don't know is Israel helped develop the F-35. Rumor has it that the Adir has way more <laughs> capabilities than stock F-35s. And despite being that's developed my mom. in the U.S., Althea, Israel that's our was first to use the F-35. Nice to meet you. Uh, I know Alan gets his good looks from. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm an old Mitchell. Uh, thank you. The spring chicken, come on. <laughs> I wish I felt like one. Those are gonna the drones, dude, are gonna be a big trouble. 
Not actually, just kill anybody anymore. But, uh, that, that is They're becoming more agile. Yeah, more accurate and distinguish between people. And shoot, dude. I mean, like I was telling my, uh, my neighbor, he's all like, oh yeah, I just shoot them all, blah, blah, I got, that's why I got the weapon. I said, bro, I said, you die, they don't. Yeah, yeah. They can send 20 and don't give a shit, bro. I said, they keep coming. You got one of those coming at you. And I said that it can fall down and keep shooting it. Yeah. And it's coming at you. I said, now can you have 20 Terminators? No, not only that, but uh, they can see you before you see them, dude. Yeah. And those bullets probably travel miles, you know, like yeah. the, the rail guns. Yeah, they they don't miss. Yeah. Their accuracy is so... And you can kick them and they still freaking shoot no, you. That's what I'm seeing in Terminator movies. The new ones, I finally got around seeing them. The Terminator machines are shooting at them, but missing. <laughs> in real life, one shot, one kill. Yeah. Any angle. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. They, they got Terminator on one of those things that go like that, and they try and There's them. only one of you. It's not like you can keep living yeah. through all that. Get shot a couple times. Oh, I'm going to, like the movies, keep yeah. living. It don't work that way. Yeah, you get one shot in the chest, right here in the shoulder. You're like, oh, I'm dying, Bob. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. not going to make a <laughs> bullet exactly. was huge. <laughs> yeah, like they don't shoot nine millimeters. It's, no, they yeah. shoot those ones that are really killed. Yeah, like, like 70 caliber bullets, man. I'm missing my arm. 50 cal. Yeah. Blow up. Yeah. <laughs> Look like a watermelon exploding. That's scary stuff, bro. I mean, no, I know. What really got me, though, the other day, dude, thinking and I was kind of dwelling on it, was that when Elon Musk said that Twitter had more bots and he didn't want Twitter anymore. Yeah, yeah, more, yeah I'm bot. like, Well, I mean, oh, I always bro. thought there was bots on all the social media sites, you know. And yeah, but that, the implications of it, the criteria, what is the criteria of the bot? What can it do? Yeah. We don't know. Well, I always thought bots are there to spy on you and just collect information. But what happens if they're just like AI and they're freaking, they're, they're in this system that's connected to all the other AIs and they're just collecting information about the whole... Yeah, that's what I thought they were doing for years. But I mean, like when I met Marilyn online, I thought she was an AI. Mm. I was like, you're not an AI, are you? I was like, nice try. Like, you're just trying... <laughs> it was for, for like months, we're going back and forth yeah. like that. And then... And I looked down, she's a real person. But I went over there and like, oh, you're real. Oh, you're real. <laughs> uh, and that's the situation. So we're, where is she from? Uh, Estonia. My, uh, what are, where is that? So you got the Baltic Sea. You have Latvia, Lithuania, you know, like Finland, and Estonia. So Russia. they're more closer to Russia? Yeah, they're, they're neighboring Russia. Uh, she speak to, Russian? No. I mean, her mom understands Russian. Her mom used to be a Russian actress. But they're Estonian by blood. Estonian is more what? Is it its own? Yurgo Finnic. Yeah, it's a Yurgo Finnic country. You know, like, you know, you have uh, Slavics and these other types of people. They're, they're yeah, I don't know much about them. Yeah, I've heard them terms, but I don't know. Yeah, they're Yurgo Finnic type people. Their, their language is really close to Finnish. Yeah, so it's um over there, you know, the real cold weather. So 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 cold is really healthy for the body, right? It breaks down acid, it produces alkalinity in the body. So all the women are really beautiful when they're young, mm. but their diet's real acidic, you know. They, they eat crap, fried food, meat, and so by the time they have forty, fifty. Well, isn't that um? I remember hearing a story about it. I don't know how true it is that they were saying that. Um, their weather is so cold that, like, we're not supposed to drink milk. 
it's not good for us. But the people that are in the Europeans closer to more of the colder weather, their their bodies that have adapted more to milk well, than it would be like Africa. Africa, they just yeah. it's like a toxin. To it's them. a toxin. Yeah. Well, milk is toxic. It's so acidic, right? It's acid forming, acid ash forming in the body. But the cold weather uh, breaks down acids and alkalizes it. So that is exactly what's going on in my mind, you know, my dialectic, you know, observation. Because I, you know, I know a few things. Yeah. So, um, you know, alkalinity for the human body is healthy. Acidity is unhealthy, period, the end. Now, in hotter environments, acidic, you know, forming foods are more harmful to the body. In colder environments, they're less harmful because the cold is alkalizing to the body. Yeah, because didn't you, you ever see that show? I, I don't remember where I saw it, but... It was like a cultural thing when they turn a certain age or gonna, no, it was when they're gonna get married yeah. or something, and they would just drink goat's milk and milk. Yeah, it was actually cow's milk, I believe. And, when they, get all and fat. they got all fat for a long time, and then they were supposed to lose it or something. But it was yeah. a weird culture thing. But they said it was toxic. That was actually hurting them. Yeah, I mean, I think animals and animal products are toxic in general. Well, we're not only supposed to drink milk until we're what, two or three. They said then your body rejects milk. Yeah. It, at first it, it's acceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it and then it becomes a then it and then it flips. Well, so. Yeah. Because well, human milk, cow milk is designed to turn a little six pound calf into a three hundred pound heifer That's in right. six yeah, months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, don't drink cow milk. They say the best milk was goat's milk. Yeah. And, and goat milk, I don't drink milk at all. Yeah. The yeah, only yeah. bad thing that I have. Jeez, I'm a cheese freak. I do, it's the best shit ever. Uh I'm just like, cheese. When they say crack, I go, I associate with cheese. Yeah, Yeah, like when I was a kid, man, I'd heat up tortilla, just slop them in butter, throw Mm. cheese on there. Pure, like, you got pizza. I'm like, I'm trying to fast. And like, there's a lot of cheese on it. I'm like, give me a piece. I'm like, I hate you so much. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Cheese is my weakness. My brother, he does the same thing. He says that I, there for a long time I was eating way too much cheese. I was eating like, you know, 15 pounds of cheese a week. Easy, easy to do. Like, <laughs> I could totally do that. Like if I had to eat a week, I would, I would eat it. So actually cook it. But um, well, like yesterday, I sliced up cheddar cheese. I had string cheese. We got six cheese. And I was rolling up tortillas with cheese melted in it. Oh, <laughs> so good. Like yeah. bean and cheese. Dude, yeah. like just cheese and cereal. Yeah, but, Jesus uh, advice. But uh, like back to diet, like Dr. Sebi, which is like my hero, like the African guy, he was saying a long time ago, Africans have the African diet, their blood types are dead to that diet, you know, trees and fruits and nuts and whatever. And then you go to Alaska and their blood types adapted to that diet. Now, if you get an African and feed him an Alaskan diet on a regular basis, it's going to hurt him. Yeah, and if you take that Alaskan and put him on an African diet, it's going to... Well, isn't that same thing where they said that the Eskimos, um, they took a different people from different origins and different blood types. Yeah. And put them in Alaska, and the, like the Alaskans can uh, stay in the cold without a jacket or whatever. For, yeah. For thirty minutes, not even feel cold. Yeah, they used to. Yeah. yeah and they, but they said you take somebody else, and yeah, they're instantly cold. Yeah. But they said that their bodies have adapted to it. They didn't have to do anything to do that. They were just automatically born that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, they're born that way. Yeah, that's uh, they didn't need to be uh, yeah, conditioned. Yeah. So yeah, um, so to blood types even more, 
you know, there's uh, negative positive blood types. It turns out I'm learning that negative blood type people are slightly more acidic mm. in their blood than positive blood types. Well, isn't the negative blood types, they say 15% of the world's population is negative and 85% yeah. is positive. And I mean, I think those numbers are off because back then they couldn't breed with positive blood types. So well, that's, that's the H HR, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the recent My wife has HR. Her mom and her Is she dad, negative? I believe. Hey, Beck. Here, I want to show you anyways. Come check this out. Her mom is HR negative, and she's B, B what? A, a positive. I'm A positive, too. Yeah, so yeah. You, she was an RH. Are you from, is you originally from, like, Eastern Europe or Western Europe? They're Minnesota and Wisconsin. No, I have a Norwegian or a Swedish. Yeah, Norwegian, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I was tripping on the blood types and origins of people. So your mom was negative. I'm starting to set it up. That's what the desk... I got the shelves, brackets, make a shelf. Yeah. She she was negative and I was positive. Right at the time, I was one of two of the very first whole complete body blood Well, negative blood types tend to love and cherish their children a lot more. Is your mom really nurturing? Oh yeah. Yeah, just a, just a guess, but um, seven of us. Yeah. yeah and, she was. Yeah, she was the best. She loved me. <laughs> and she worked at the hospital for the hospital for a long time. Your mom was military? No, but she worked at the VA hospital. Oh, yeah. She was a CNA. She did everything in her state except humans. Your mom sounds cool. Yeah, she's my mom, too. In law. Well, she lived with us for a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I took her. When, when I was, yeah, well, Everybody well, I, says that about the house, but, you know, 99% of the time people say the house is spotless. And, I mean, like, this is a Well, we're working on it still. We just moved in. The year will be uh, uh, the 23rd. It'll be a year. Here, let me go kiss, bro. I'll show you the backyard, too. Are you buying this house? Huh? Bucks? Yeah, it's on mortgage. But yeah. You're gonna become the laundromat kingpin. Yeah, I just it's Businessman is where the world. My dad had an auto shop in the 90s and he made hella good money, 115,000 a year plus. But then, you know, lost to the drugs. And he's like, owning a business is not the way to go. I'm like, yes, it is. That's the way to go just because you. Uh, yeah, being a laundry, laundry uh, kingpin would be uh, when you make it and succeed. Still about customer service. You don't yeah. want to have too many businesses. Then it'll be like, well, how many laundromats do I want? Twenty yeah. or ten? Yeah. There's two good ones. 
I, I would say that that would be perfect. I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I think that a poor person can start a laundromat. Yeah, absolutely. Especially the thing is, man, you had an idea, you have something to invest. It's easy. Just a little bit of money investment. It's yeah. it's 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 a lot for poor so people, I but it's really not that much. Yeah. So I think the hardest part would find a location to mm-hmm. you know to do it. To like, it's got to have all the facilities, all the hookups, and the right space. Well, you know what? I was uh, doing the research on some of that. They said that you need to look at the, uh, and I don't know how you would look that up. I guess you would find out from the city, maybe. Um, how many people, like how many apartment complexes and stuff are in the vicinity? Yeah. Is it 51% renter uh, yeah. uh, um, uh, properties or is it homeowners? Because yeah. homeowners would be more inclined to have their own. Because yeah, downtown Tallinn is all like renting buildings. Well, I mean like the apartments Marilyn lives in is a forum, a really rich place. And there's small apartments, you know, studios. And people don't really have um, room for a washer. And there's a lot of that, you know. Like in the old town, really small houses. So that's uh, like the ideal place. And I looked online, and there's like four or five laundromats around the area. But all over here, and, you know, none by... Well, you don't want to build one. Because they said that that can cost you up to $100,000, putting yeah. all the plumbing in and electrical. You really want to find one... <clears throat> that's close to the area that you want to be in and find one that's an, an older person that's it's wore down, yeah. they're tired, they, yeah, they're hey, buddy. And then you come over there and they say, oh, I don't know, I want to sell it. Well, hey, I offer you this much money and you just, you offer it to them, you talk to them, but you're not beating them up. You just yeah. keep me, I'll check on you in six months. I'll check yeah. on you in a couple of years. Money talks, yeah. Yeah, and you just keep building your money, building your acquire, acquire up there. Those people get tired of it. And then, uh, and then you talk to the landlords of the property. Because the landlord's the one that's actually the owner, really. Yeah, yeah. Because you may own the business, but the if the landlord, that's why they were saying, when the research I was doing, they said, you need to get a 15-year lease on there, a, a stable lease, because they said, if you let it go into where you have to renegotiate within a year or two, yeah. he said, you're constantly, like being like a politician, you'll be constantly trying to renegotiate your your leases yeah. and then he'll have you by the balls and wanting more money wanting more money wanting more money and then you're trying to freaking pay for this and pay for that you're not ever going to have a stable business and yeah. you need to put in a at least a 15-year lease no the contracts are good it's interesting i don't know bro i i i would say for you i, I see you becoming a, a an entrepreneur dude yeah. I mean, I did a business program at UEI for that reason, but, you know, it's uh, after 2016, it's like even more precarious. Yeah, I know you got things on your plate right now you you need to accomplish, but even outside of that, dude. No, I know, but, um, yeah, yeah, uh, loans and credit, you know, like my family, they're like, good, it's bad, bad, it's bad, the charges, they're good. I've come to find out myself if you manage them correctly. That's a like sure they charge you twenty percent on your own money, which is stupid. You're talking rich man, poor man, or right? that Robert Kawasaki. Yeah. Um, he says debt's the only way to go, but if this reset goes in there, that might all change. 
Well, I mean, I was thinking, come on, it's time to reset, get into a hella, 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 hella debt, and then let the reset happen. Yeah, they're still probably going to hold us to some of it. That's yeah. the problem. That's the, that's the thing that I've actually experienced um, with credit cards and different things, and then you pay them off and do this. Um, they entice you to do all these things. It's kind of a, a manipulation. Yeah. And then, and then you don't know what's going to happen on the end. You're still in their mercy. Yeah. It's not a good thing. Sucks. Yeah, so that user responsibly, you know, like Brady, uh, yeah, I'll set you up. He's the only one that can allow or not allow. We have to have a good business sense, too. Yeah, my guy's telling y'all, saying, Hey, I don't want a boat, I don't want this, but I want to set up a laundromat to where I can run the laundromat. And then when you're, and I'm not just trying to convince y'all, but it also gives me, I like doing electrical work. One of the reasons why I like doing electrical work is because I'm always constantly going to different projects, different areas, and I'm exposed to new people. Yeah. And I can share about y'all before it's all said and done. Yeah. And I, I could imagine running a business in a laundromat and being around in the laundromat and having the, the luxury of them paying money to use a service and me walking around BSing with them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the bomb, dude. Yeah, bullshit yeah. with them. Then I could talk about y'all. And it's my business. I could talk about y'all all day long and not yeah. have to worry about anybody. Talking. Hang up pictures. No one to ask about them. You give them the story. Yeah. Yeah, you just, no, it's good stuff because it's uh, about engaging the people. You know? Yeah. It's setting the tone for conversation. Yeah. And, uh, and then I was telling Tammy, my wife, I says, a lot of people don't realize this. Godliness is next. Cleanliness is next to godliness. That's a good name. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's true though, right? Yahweh expects us to live clean. Yeah. Clean on animals, clean on it, and clean on ourselves. We're always doing mitzvahs, washing and cleaning before you go into areas. He's saying to live clean. We're supposed to be living clean not only physically, but spiritually. So, having something to do laundry and doing cleanliness, and then I like to live clean. I don't like yeah. stuff dirty. Laying around because it it shows a bad bad character. I don't think. Yeah. Can you imagine Yeshua walking into our place and it's filthy? Oh, no, yeah, can you imagine walking into his place and being filthy? Yeah, I'm trying to imagine bro, that. yeah. I'm trying to imagine. And then you meet some people and you walk into their places and you're like, oh, you're so cool, but I didn't know you were like that. Yeah, like, like that room wasn't even at all my <laughs> yeah, We're working on it. No, the thing is, it's being lived in. Like, I'm in my room, and I'm doing my stuff when I was a boy. You know, I'm in my room, like, doing stuff, you know, throughout the day. My mom's like, hey, to mess. I'm like, dude, I'm in here doing stuff, of course. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying, but you know what I mean. No. There's a difference between living and having stuff all around a clutter and then being dirty. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not a dirty person. I'm yeah, a clean exactly. person. But you know what I'm talking about. I, 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 I'm just, I'm no, not no. talking negative about anybody. No, no, I'm no, just, no, no, and it's that. actually a stipulation for me no, as well, that. you know, to to have cleanliness, right? No, I don't even like, sound like I'm getting offended or nothing. I'm just, the idea in my head, like, my mom, like, is tripping on it. Because, yeah, like, I'm a clean person. Like, so I'll throw it to fall on the floor, mm-hmm. and I'll eat it because it's healthy. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm building my own immune system. If some falls on the floor in the bathroom, I throw that away, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's a, I'm a neat freak when it's it comes balance, to balance, you know. I'm a 
I'm so not a neat freak like my I, house. I'm not OCD, but I'm, I I like things to be clean. You know what my dirtiest thing was when I was growing up? Your diapers. No. No, me growing up. I mean, in my room. Before, after diapers. Oh, the gum mm. under your desk. No. I never had any of that. <laughs> Dust. Dusting. I never dusted. <laughs> I hated dusting. But everything had its spot and it was always clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I like to, you know, I believe in cleanliness. I believe in it, you know, but I, when I'm in the room, I, it's, it's messy. And then well, when but I'm, you made a good point, though. And that's something that we should live by. We're a role model. I believe Yeshua is clean. Yeah. I believe he had a clean place, clean area. And we don't have to call it pride, but we have to live cleanliness. And I'm not putting that off on anybody else. No, no, I'm not. But I'm putting that on me. Alan, you better live clean. Get up and get busy. Take yeah. care of business. Messiah probably didn't own very much either, you know. But he, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a lot of money, you know. Like, from what I hear, he was related to, you know, elites, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, he descended from an elite bloodline. So, you know, he had a lot of money, probably. Yeah. But, you know, I could all, I read this book, the, the Yoga of Jesus, you know, that upset a lot of people. But uh, it compared him to St. Isa, and you're saying that they're the same person. And uh, that Jesus actually learned Buddhism when he was on his pilgrimage at 12. I'm not saying, I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if he learned spiritual principles on his quest, you know, because the scriptures don't say nothing, right? He left at 12, came back at 30. Well, isn't it said in the scripture that he said that uh, the. Um, I, I'm paraphrasing. Basically, the Messiah has no place to lay his head. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a vagabond wonder, which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I consider that too. But, um, yeah, in his teachings, like, okay, the, the Ten Commandments, the Buddha had the Eightfold Noble Path, very similar, you know, right livelihood, right intention, right, right speech, right, right meditation, and, you know, it's, uh, so when the, when the disciples ran up to the Messiah, Hey, Messiah, hey, hey, Yeshua, these guys are teaching in your name. Should we go beat them up? He said, uh, let them go. You know, if they're not against us, they're for us. And then, uh, what is it, Romans chapter 2 or Acts chapter 2? He said, those who don't follow the law by nature, those who don't have the law, but follow the law by nature, will be judged righteous, you know. So, um, I think that when people say, Good people aren't going to go to heaven just because they're good. <clears throat> I think, according to the scripture, they will. I, I, I agree with you on that. I, I've heard some other people put some stuff where, like, Steve Versus, he has, I haven't followed up on it, but I've heard him touch on it, saying that, like, the millennial reign, some of these people that were righteous, that died, they'll kind of be raised again and live in the millennial reign yeah. to give a, a, a an understanding of the Torah. Yeah. That's possible. I don't see it in the scriptures stated yeah. in there. But like like some of, like what you're saying that uh, they they're only accountable for what they know. Yeah. And they're living righteous and they're good people. And I was sharing with uh, another guy named Chuck today uh, earlier this morning saying the same thing basically that uh, it's easier for, say, like a Christian that is good-natured, good-hearted, loves people, takes care of people, that doesn't know the Torah, to come into the Torah and go to go to heaven. For, uh, not heaven. I don't believe we're going to heaven. Heaven's coming here. Yeah. But 
they will be into the kingdom. Yeah. They'll be into the kingdom. It's easier for them to 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 to, to learn Torah than it is for someone that knows Torah and his character is rash, harsh, yeah. and 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 it'll be harder for them to get into the kingdom because that's like a needle going through the eye, right? Yeah. You know, it's the same principle. And I have a problem with that. I'll, I'll just be up front with you. I have an anger issue here and there, yeah. and and uh, and I'm working on it. And um, you know, and I see people that that have that, like you would say about her mom, had a good nature, always loving, always caring. It's it's probably easier for them to get into to the to yeah. the door than it is for me because I'm I'm fighting against a, a nature yeah. that is not very. No, me too. My nature is horrible, man. I'm like violent, hostile, angry, just like like just. Like, I'm like, don't you just want to kill somebody sometimes? And I find out because mom's like, no. Like, I, I'm, I never, like, she's a super good person. Like, like, like why would, like, ever, anyone ever have that thought? I'm like, don't you just get so angry sometimes? Yeah. And people are like, no. And I'm like, really? You don't got that issue? Yeah, I do, though. And so, so you know, point being is that... Uh, it builds up. Uh, what I was saying about her blood type is, though, that the negative blood types are really compassionate and kind with their children. Like when the scripture says that when uh, the angels, you know, grieved when their children were punished in Genesis. And, uh, I just think that the negative blood types have more nurturing character towards their children than positive blood type people. So where you got to be? I was in France. But I, I, I need to go down and get some salad for tomorrow. Yeah. I don't have it and I want to get it before it gets sundown. Yeah, so you want to start with, with me? me? Yeah. yeah so let me tell the wife. I mean... You able to come back up with me, or you want to go back? Well, I mean, it's up to you. I mean, no, no, because I'll just tell you this. I'm just sharing with you. Yeah. I would rather get go get it and come back and put it in the fridge, right? Because yeah. it's a long ways going to Copperopolis. Yeah. So, is that okay with you? No, since I'm on you can have dinner with us too if you like. I would love that. All right. Well, we're, we eat uh, steak. I don't know if you like that. So I don't know. We'll have to figure out what you want to eat because I got steak out. And uh, we have some cabbage. I was going to put some turkey bacon in. You're all like, no. So what is it that you'd like to eat? We'll go figure it out. Uh, just salad, whatever, fruit. Okay. No, 